his brother, the chairwoman of the RNC, Ronna McDaniel, chairman of the RNC, and the next speaker of the House of Representatives, Kevin McCarthy. clear that we are going to take the house back. In New York, we defeated the Democrat campaign chairman, Sean Patrick Moore. Sean Patrick Maloney, which will be the first time in over 40 years a DCCC chair lost his re-election. Okay, it's Wednesday, 9 November, the year of our Lord, 2022. Let me just, at the beginning, make sure everybody understands, this is not entertainment today. If you want to be entertained, you're at the wrong place. And if you want to talk about Ron DeSantis versus Donald Trump or Donald Trump versus Ron DeSantis or anything to do with 2024, you're also at the wrong place. And, you know, I love you as an audience. I love all the War and Posse members. But look, because I love you, I'm just telling you, if that's what you're interested in and that's what you want to be in the live chat, and this is not the place. We are in a fight, okay? We're in a fight to close as many seats as we can in the House of Representatives. We're in a fight to control the Senate. We're in a fight with some of these governor's races, particularly in Arizona. We're in a fight uh, with the Senate, uh, with Kelly Chewbacca out in Alaska. We got fights all over the place, and all we need is maniacal focus. So those that are ready to rumble and ready to fight, you're at the right place. For those that want to talk about Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump and death and being we got plenty of time for that, and it's going to come after the 9th of December when Herschel Walker wins in Georgia. Right now, we have work to do, and nothing but work. I want to bring in, to start off, and we're packed with warriors this morning, only fighters, fight club, all morning. I want to start with Anna Polina Luna. Anna, I need you to tell your story to the War Room Posse of exactly how you won. It was a blowout win last night. Uh, you had, and particularly, you had, it's, it's, it's perfect. You're full MAGA. Uh, you're, you're, you're. A hardcore conservative Republican, you're a veteran, a Latina. They put, I don't know, twelve or fourteen million dollars of you on your head. Okay. And basically personal attacks. And you still triumph. Walk us through, because we need this is the lesson we need to learn. Walk us through how you won. Well, so starting out in the primary, we were outspent two to one. And right after the primary, because I was in such a basically a bloody primary, we started out with zero dollars and my Democrat opponent was already sitting at that point um, on, I believe, over one point five million. So we knew that even if I was to raise what I raised last time, that I wouldn't be able to close that gap. So I knew that if I was going to beat him, I had to do it on the ground. And so literally the day after the election, I just started quietly moving and organizing our grassroots infrastructure. By the end of election on November 8th, we had knocked over 50,000 doors and made 89,000 phone calls. That wasn't me hiring door knockers. That was me going out with my team twice a day and volunteers six hours a day. In addition to doing the fundraising and making those calls, you know, on Friday when Turning Point Action was here doing an event with us, um, we actually had Barack Obama drop a robocall on us. I was out spent 12 to 1, and I was basically inundated on radio, television, digital. Local media was working against me. They wouldn't write about it. Big tech was censoring me. But what I did is I went right to the voters. And I think what we're seeing right now in our country is that the Democrats have a very well-funded grassroots infrastructure 
if you are a Republican candidate, it doesn't matter if you're running for local or federal, you have to ensure that that's in place because these people are not here to play. They are obviously pushing a very Marxist agenda. They do not like candidates like myself. We shattered the stereotypes, but nonetheless, we're about representing the people. And so we went to the people and we secured the win for Pinellas County. Okay. I, I just want to make sure everybody understands this. Once again, because this is the template going forward, people have to understand we're always going to be outspent. Anna Polina Luna is uh, is a perfect example of what we have to do because she's probably going to be outspent more than anybody. These numbers were insane, and they were all personal attacks. Walk me through how you actually knocked on doors, organized the grassroots, got your message, never – because I tell people right now it's two things, authenticity and fight, and that's what you personify. Walk people through how you had to win with the inability to raise that type of money to counteract their TV ads. We actually, when we were cutting the walk books and the data, we started talking to independents and I also was talking to Democrats. So what a lot of people don't realize is right now, moderate Democrats think you're Kennedy era Democrat that doesn't align with progressive left. Those are the people that typically don't get approached by Republicans. And also too, I went into communities that um, there typically wasn't Republican representation. So last election cycle and even carrying into this cycle, I was actually, I went to a debate at the NAACP. I knew the NAACP, I didn't think that they would be on my side, but I did end up getting raided. And I think showing up is half the battle, especially to some of these communities where really the establishment GOP has not necessarily been great with outreach. And so we went everywhere. I went to the Vietnamese community. I went into the Indian community. I translated my campaign material into Greek and Vietnamese. So we really did have a massive infrastructure I would go three hours in the morning and three hours in the evening every single day. And so it was grueling. It wasn't fun. A lot of the times, you know, we were getting yelled at. And actually two weeks ago, we had a guy that said that if I showed up on his doorstep, he was going to beat me. And so obviously we stayed away from him. But I mean, the fact is, is that what we're seeing in our country right now, if we do not really take the battle to them, go directly to these people, they will sometimes see an ad on television. They might believe it, but the fact is is that I have faith in the American people to make the right decision. So if you are a candidate running, you have to go to the people. You can't rely on the funding because you're right, Steve, we will be outspent. But what we can do is at least present our platform directly. And when we present our positions, we win. When you say mornings and afternoons, for how long did you do that? I just want to make sure the audience understands this. When you said you did two-a-days, mornings and afternoons, how long was that for? Um, I started in the primary about five months before the primary, before I even knew what the lines looked like. I kind of anticipated on what I thought would be the district and I went with it. I also never told anyone where I was working. So I think that that's kind of military strategies. You never want to flag your opposition on, on what you're doing, just quietly work your nose to the grindstone. But I didn't stop the day after we won in the primary election. I started door knocking again. So I've been basically door knocking for the last, I don't know, seven, eight months. Anna Polina Luna, we're going to have you back on about why you're going to Washington and what you're going to do. This morning is not the morning for that because we're still in a political knife fight to make sure we close as many victories as you had last night uh, throughout the rest of the country. And we still got a lot more to go. There's probably 15 or 20 or even more, maybe even in play. Anna, how can people find out more about you, though? How can they find out more about this magnificent victory and, and, and learn a little bit more about you as a person? Please head over to our campaign social media at Vote APL, and you can also head over to our website, 
www.voteapl.com and I'm very honored for those in Pinellas County to be your next representative. And Paulina Luna, you fight on. I'm telling you, a magnificent win last night. Thank you. I want to bring in uh, Congressman MTG, one of the fighters and leaders. Uh, Congressman Green, uh, I specifically wanted to have Anna Paulina Luna on before you to t- show the type of fight we're going to need. We're still in a fight to close as big a house, as, uh, house lead as possible. You're going to be one of the leaders and drivers of this entire agenda. Walk us through where you are this morning, ma'am, where your head's at, and what should be the focus over the next 24, 48 hours? Well, first of all, Steve, I'd like to say a great big thank you to my district, the great people here in Georgia's 14th district. I'm thankful that they elected me again, support me because they know I represent them and our values. You see, we have a great big fight ahead, Steve, but I want to Hold on, hold on. MTG, MTG, hang on. I didn't do it. You won by 33 points. And how much did your opposition, this is another one, you had a ton of cash dropped on your head uh, and you won by 33 points. It was a blowout win, right? Signature win. Steve, Steve, I don't think people can possibly understand. So there was redistricting this past cycle, right? Um, My district was weakened some, still a strong Republican district, but it was weakened because they took away one county that was strong Republican, took another half a county away and added in a very blue area from Cobb County into my district. I've also been the most member of Congress, um, losing committees and lied about every single day in the media. And my Democrat opponent raised $15 million um, to to burn against me um, trying to earn support and beat me in this race. And yes, so my victory is a very big victory, but it speaks to the people here in my district, speaks to my message. It speaks to the fact that I never fought down. I never changed. When I went to Washington the past few years, I voted, legislated, and remained the same person that my voters here in Georgia 14th sent to Washington. And I, I also took their voice with me. And then I went across the country and continued to fight for what Americans truly believe and want out of our federal government. I earned so much support. So winning against uh, incredible amounts of money, winning against incredible allies, winning winning against being kicked off of committees and, and the shame that comes with that, my victory was really big, but it's the message for America. It's the message for the federal government. It's a message for Republican leaders. It's a, it's a message for Republican state legislators and states where they need to continue to work on their election laws. And the message is this, is we have to remain dedicated. We have to remain in the fight. We have to continue to lead and walk every single step, one step at a time, no matter what comes against us, we can and we will win. And so I want to encourage everyone this morning, here's what you need to do. Votes are still being counted. Ballots, unfortunately, are still being counted. I want to say that very, very loudly. Ballots are still being counted. And everyone needs to read Darren Beatty's piece. He laid it out perfectly. In many of the places where you're seeing elections called, Republicans won, um, everything is finished this morning, like Florida, like Georgia, my home state, other places, we fixed our election. We, we have laws in place that doesn't allow election fraud. I would, I would like to get rid of absentee ballots altogether here in Georgia, but we fixed it in many, many places. This is where you're seeing election fraud can't happen. But when you have absentee ballots that keep being mailed in, can keep being counted the day after election, you have problems in your elections. And that's not wrong to say that. It's absolutely right to say it. It's a real issue. 
I want to move on to something else. When we have leaders in the Senate like Mitch McConnell pulling $9 million away from Blake Masters and not being the leader in the Senate, the leader for senators, being unwilling to fight for Blake Masters in that state, shame on him. He doesn't deserve to be the leader. He doesn't deserve that role. And he should not be helping people get elected to the Senate all over the country because he failed. He failed by doing that to Blake Masters. We have more problems than that, though. We have major issues when we are divided in a party, in our Republican Party, on what our policies are. The civil war in the GOP is very real, and we need to fix it and get it straight and make our message one message for this country and what Republicans can do to fix it. Democrats made the 2022 midterms a referendum on President Trump, Roe versus Wade, and on, on all of us calling us correctness. Let me tell you, that was the worst thing they could have done. The real referendum in the elections, this was about Democrats failing policy. The American people are living through it every single day. But we can never, ever win the war, Steve, until we win the war of information. Big tech and the media companies are controlled by Democrat activists. And we can't get the truth out. We can't tell our policies to people until we are able to have fair um, uh, information systems until we defeat media that wants to use their powerful platform platforms to destroy Republicans like me and to beat Republican candidates. You see, that that's what's wrong. And and so we have so many issues across the board. And I really, Steve, I'm telling you right now, I'm flying to Washington today. I'm going to be meeting with everyone I can because I truly believe that we can save this country. But it's not just this election. It's the next one and the one after that. And then I want to finish with this, Steve. This, this cannot be understated. Republican governors are most important people in our party right now. Here's why. They have control of their state. They're able to put policies in place that are good for all of the citizens, no matter how they vote. Look at Florida. Look at Georgia. Look at other strong Republican states. Democrat voters, um, conservative Republicans, people fled California. They fled New York. They fled these blue states. They fled Michigan. They fled these states and moved to Florida and Georgia. They did that. That's what happened over the past few years, and I would love to see the data on it. But that's another problem. It's hard to win in swing states when you don't have voters there to vote Republican. And, and uh, Congressman Green, can you just hang on for one quick second through the break? We'll return with Congressman Marjorie Taylor Green of what her focus is going to be in the next 72 hours and also about the covenant that people made with Republicans that won. Short commercial break. Back in a moment, going to go to Arizona. We're going to go down to Mar-a-Lago. We got it all. Stick with us. Bye. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text 
Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, we're going to get Alice DeGrasse up here in a little while to talk about these house seats, where these knife fights are. We're going to get uh, Carolyn Wren out in uh, with uh, Carrie Lake in Arizona. we got Ben Burkwam on Arizona. Hopefully, Kelly Chebacco on this race in Alaska. we got the race in Nevada. Looks like Marchant's up, Laxalt's up. Um, December 9th, put that in your diary right now, a massive day. In fact, let's go back to Georgia. Georgia will determine the direction of the, we've got the house. It's all about how big the house lead is going to be. Uh, and we will take the Senate. Laxo will win in, uh, Nevada and it'll all come down to Herschel Walker. Uh, let's, let's talk about these governors. Go back to what you're talking about, uh, Congressman Green, because I think it's very important of what you're saying about these governors right now and about what we have to focus on. It's not time to focus on 2024. It's not focus on personalities. We have a task and purpose right now to save this country, and it's right there for us if we close on it. Congressman Marjorie Taylor Greene. Thank you, Steve. I think it's very important to recognize the serious issues with uh, the, on the federal level and, and how divided the country is, but also the problems that we have in our election. And that's why Republican governors are so important. They're able to control their states. They're able to work with their Republican-controlled state legislatures and pass laws and policies in place that are good for every single person living in their state. So like, for example, here in Georgia, we have a wonderful place to live. That's because we have a Republican governor. We have a Republican state legislator that are doing the right thing for our state. Same thing in Florida. Can't say that enough. It's a great place to live because Governor DeSantis and his state legislator, what they're able to accomplish. But they're able to accomplish it much easier because it is a smaller, controlled environment. It's much more difficult to do that on the federal level. So in order to save our country, Republican states are a beacon of light. And we need to make sure that we keep those governors there, that we protect their state legislators, that we make sure that their policies stay in place for a long, long time. That's how you save the country one state at a time. While simultaneously, we fight on the federal level. See, we have to fight very hard to get our policies passed in the House get them through the Senate and get a president in the White House that will sign these things into law so that we can pass that down across the entire country. That is the method going forward. It's not a short-term uh, win. It is a long-term plan that has to be fought every single election, Steve, and it's very, very important. Now, they're trying to blame President Trump today, and I want to tell you how short-sighted and ridiculous that is. It is, it is pathetic. The people that are running out saying, it's Trump's fault. No, that is a lazy, pathetic, wimpy, easy mindset. They just want one thing and then they want to carry on without doing the hard work, the real changes in the Republican Party and the way we fight the fight. Here's why it's not Trump's fault. 
Trump has been being politically persecuted for the past few years now, ever since January 6th. He went out and did 30 Save America rallies all over the country. He endorsed something like 285 candidates. He held over 50 fundraisers, um, helped raise over $350 million for all these public tax organizations. President Trump is at the, is at the problem. President Trump is doing everything he can to help Republicans across this country and help Republicans win while he is being politi- politically persecuted worse than any human being in our country's history. That's the real truth. People that want to blame Trump, they are lazy and that's the problem. We have to do the real work, fix our issues in our party, to fix issues in our state elections and all over the country. We have to, we have to wrap up those issues instead of blaming one man. So I'm not going to have that today. It needs to end and I'm sick and tired of it. We have to figure out how to come together and work this party. And Steve, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to be pushing as hard as possible in the front on how to do that because I have a clear vision for it, but it's going to require a lot of people doing the hard work. Can't solve problems overnight. Have to actually do the hard work to make it happen. Okay, two things. I don't want to give up. Uh, no need for you to go through all the details, but directionally, because we're going to take a charge of the House, and it may be by eight seats. It may be by 20 or 25 seats. That's all to be determined as these things close in the next day or two. What direction, when you say this message, because the House is going to be the tip of the spear, and you will be the tip of the spear of that, directionally, where do you want to take this? Where where should the House go now to both uh, stop this uh, regime and plus, take the country to the next level. What do you recommend? The Republicans in the House, no matter how our numbers fall out, doesn't matter. doesn't matter if we have a small majority or a big majority. Our job as Republican conference and leadership in the House of Representatives is to produce legislation, to produce votes, produce a budget, to, to do investigations, oversight, and hold people accountable in such a way that we show the American people that we are the party that they can trust to run this country and save our country. That is what Republicans have to do. Now, that is going to be a point that we have to work together and come up with, but we are going to have to be willing to fight because the Democrats have shown us exactly who they are. They are the party of communism. They're the party that will shut your business down and force your children to stay home from school. They are the party that will put medical tyranny in place forcing you to take a vaccine and wear a mask that you absolutely do not need for your health. And it, it may be against your safety. This is the party that will do anything set up because they don't like your words. They're the party that will destroy freedom of speech. They are the party that will control the media. They are the party that will send our military to fight for other countries' borders and at the same time fully ignoring our own and the over 300 people dying every single day from fentanyl. The Democrats are the party that do not believe in law enforcement unless they're using it for their political purposes. They don't care if you get stabbed, get murdered, if you get raped, if you get robbed, if your car gets stolen. But they will care about their elite when they get attacked in their own home uh, by a man with a hammer. They want to take away your gun rights. They won't let you defend yourself. They want you to rely on police that they want to replace with social workers. The Democrats are the party that care about foreign countries' businesses and their energy and their ability to make a profit far more than they care about American businesses, our ability to to compete, and our American energy independence. The Democrats have shown us who we are. Time for Republicans to step up, show the country who we are, 
and the solutions that we bring, the problems that we solve, and the way we can lead this country for every single American, not by how they vote, not by the color and their identity, but for every single American. That's our job over the next year, Steve, and I am going to work as hard as I can to make that happen. I want to uh, finish with um, as much time you did a great job in your district when they dropped all this money on you because you connect uh, with your constituents, but you also went throughout Georgia uh, working for Herschel Walker. We're 30 days from today away from a election, a runoff that will decide the uh, U.S. Senate. Walk us through your commitment to that and uh, and how do you see that uh, playing out? I'm going to be fighting alongside Herschel. We have to win that Senate seat back. It is, it is critical. We should have never lost lost first place. Um, that's what I want to say. We should have never lost that Senate seat in the first place. So I'll be here committed on the ground in Georgia doing everything I can to get help get Herschel across the line. You know, we're a team here in Georgia and we will be fighting as hard as we can, uh, make sure that if this thing goes to a runoff, which it clearly looks like it's going to, we need to prove to the voters here in Georgia the reason why they need to elect Herschel Walker and send him to the Senate. But that's also going to have a lot to do with the Republican message that Georgia voters need to hear. Um, so I'll be, I'll be dedicated in that fight to help Herschel win. Congressman Green, more than ever, I think uh, people need to follow you uh, quite closely. What's your social media, the PAC, uh, all the information, so pe- all your coordinates, so people can uh, follow you now that uh, you're going to take some real leadership here. Thank you, Steve. Um, my website is mtg4america.com, mtg4america.com. You can find me on every single social media platform, Getter, Truth Social, um, uh, Twitter. Um, I have my congressional account there. Look for Real Marjorie Green. Look for MTG for America. Look for the Real MTG, Rep MTG, verified accounts only. Make sure the verified account. You'll be able to find me. Follow me there. Go to my website, mtg4america.com and and I look forward to informing you all on everything you need to know and how we can together save America. So we've got a big fight ahead, but we've always known it. We always know it. So not two years, the 10-year plan. Congressman Green, magnificent victory. It's just incredible. The amount of uh, vitriol and money put against you and your constituents just a blowout win. So thank you very much thank for you. joining us here in the war room. Well, it was the people in my district that did it, and I'm, I'm grateful to them. Thank you very much. Thank you, Congressman Green. So I want to start the show off with two, uh, two leaders, Anna Polina Luna, who's going to Congress in a really a signature win with all the money in the world dumped on her. She had really no, no very little cash, all door to door, an MTG. And MTG is going to step up and take a quite significant leadership role here. Uh, she's not backing off an inch. And of course, the situation in Georgia. So let's lay out the rest of the show. We're going to get Alex DeGrasse in here to talk about some numbers. We've got Ben Burkwam in Arizona. Caroline Wren is also going to join us. We're going to get to the bottom of the Kerry Lake situation, the Mark Fincham situation, the Blake Masters situation. We're also going to go to Nevada, a huge contest out there. You got Laxalt, you got Marchant, uh, you got the gubernatorial candidate uh, in this dogfight out in, uh, in Nevada. Uh, we're also going to go hopefully to Alaska. I've got um, Darren Beatty coming in to talk about uh, these elections and, and how they were pulled off. An intense day of fighting. And let me tell everybody, all the war and posse, if you're not up for the fight, that's cool. We got that. If you want to take a breather, take a breather. But 
if you want to save your country, get into the fight club because this is a fight. Nancy Pelosi, but Punchbowl reported today she's in route to Egypt to go to COP27, the climate change uh, situation where the United States is going to talk about reparations, paying reparations to the rest of the world. So if you love your country, you want to fight for your country, this is the place to be. We're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to be back. We're going to go to Arizona. we got Ben Burkwam. we got Jason Miller's going to join us, our old co-host. He's got some thoughts. Alex DeGrasse, when he gets off some conference calls. It's all fight all day long in the war room. Be back in a moment. Fair warning. Listen to this convicted home title thief explaining what happens when he forges your home's title and takes over as the new owner. Nobody thinks that I can take their house and borrow against the house. Oh, no, I have title insurance. It's in my name. Or he would have to get some special document. They would call me. You know, what is calling you? You're living in a delusion. After I've stolen the title, borrowed against it, or sold the property, it's 60 to 90 days for that person to even figure out that they're the victim of this crime. You start getting foreclosure notices. You've got four mortgages on your house. You don't even own your home anymore. It's not even in your name. Home title fraud is growing two and a half times faster than credit card fraud. You could be a victim and not even know it. Here's how to protect yourself and verify your home's title is still in your name. Visit HomeTitleLock.com promo code radio. Then register your address for your no obligation home title report. A hundred dollar value you get for free. Again, get your free home title report at HomeTitleLock.com, promo code radio. This thing's so corrupt and so incompetent, but there's it's enough so folks corrupt. out there. People should understand that every drop that comes in, Carrie's getting more and more and more. It, but, so, uh, you know, she's we, getting, it's 11,000 11, spread. Yeah. yeah, keep going. It's 11,000 spread right now for Carrie. It's about 3,000 uh, uh, for Abe to take the lead. The big question is, and the weird thing is between... Blake and Mark Fincham, and really Mark yeah. Fincham to me is the key for Arizona. Hey, 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 hey. we'll get to all that later. That's that's a, that's another level yep. down. But good. Know, bottom line Burkwam's, is it's good okay. news, and we'll we'll break it down. Okay, take a deep breath, because Burkham, you're going to be there for a while. They're just not going to sit yep. there and go, oh, this is terrific with each drop. You know, Kerry Lake is is closing on a victory. It's right. not going to work like that, ladies and gentlemen. Let me be brutally frank. Okay, we're in a fight in Arizona. You have, have you heard that one before? Have you heard that one before? Every time. And I don't want any. If anybody's going to whine or bitch and moan, just take it someplace else. We got plenty of time to do that afterwards. We got work to do. And work is we got to close. We won in 2020 and we didn't close. We're winning now and we're going to close. Okay. We're going to close in these House seats. Yep. We're going to close in these Senate seats. We're going to close in these governorships. We're going to close in these secretaries of state. Okay. We still have the ability to control. But the next 24 to 48 hours is going to separate those who want to save their country from those just going to, you know, and I don't want to hear, don't give me Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump. We're not going to hear it here. You can take it anyplace else and they can spend all day long. You know why? Because it's not important right now. It's just, it's just talk. That's just talk. Okay. This is work. And we're here. We want workers and fighters. Okay, Burkwam, hang on for a second. Let me go to talk about a worker and a fighter, Alex DeGrasse. Alex, first off, walk me through. New York, because this is this is kind of historical what happened. Um, and then I want to talk, why did New York maybe not translate to other places, right? And I don't want to say it's about personality. And then I want to talk about how do we actually get 
to 225 or 230? What is out there as we go through the countries? First off, tell us New York. Walk us through that in detail, and then we'll take it across the nation. Uh, thanks, Steve. So four flips in New York. Looks like they just officially called Sean Patrick Maloney is down. It's the first time a member of leadership, I think, in either party has gone down in about 50, 60 years. So it is pretty historic. That's a massive win that's in the suburbs of New York City. Just like we were talking about on the show, Steve, all of Long Island flip red. These are Biden 15 seats, Steve. We have all four seats in Long Island are red. We had held two. Two of them were competitive, and then two were offensive flips. We've taken them all, and then we flipped that seat in the southern tier up in the northern Hudson Valley. Mark Molinaro came very close in New York 18. Looks like Brandon Williams is holding, but it's close. So we've got lawyers to uh, look if there's a recount. You're right, Steve. 24, 48 hours. It's critical. We haven't slept. We are going around the country and deploying uh, observers, and uh, all we've been doing all morning but, is on the phone, okay. Lord, to get out. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. I'm going to go around the country in a second, but i, I got to go back to New York. Sean Patrick Maloney, right? And, and I want to talk about Max Rose also over there in Staten Island, that part of Brooklyn, because that was a big blowout, right? These are two blowout. These guys, these these guys are not chopped liver. These are two of the best they've got, right? Ha, ha, this is what I think people we need to understand. How did we have? I mean, crushing, incredible victories against Sean Patrick Maloney, who's quite frankly as good as they get. And Max Rose, who I think may be the best Democrat out there with the combat experience and the way he presents himself. How did we get two signature wins there and that not – what did we do there that did not translate to other places where we could have had the same type of signature win, Alex DeRoss? Steve, I think candidates really matter. I think you have – Really good members. We worked very closely. I mean, our primary focus was New York. We were very proud of the candidates. I think they ran very strong grassroots campaigns. They started early. They were engaging with voters. Steve, they were embracing MAGA. Uh, you know, Nicole Malitakis was running on the Trump endorsement. Um, you know, we go. were rallying MAGA all across the country. And, you know, we were bringing everyone into the tent. Uh, I mean, they literally called the attack against Mike Lawler, who's, an, who's a good friend of mine. Uh, was MAGA Mike, MAGA Mike. And I hope he uh, took the concession call and said, hey, it's MAGA Mike. Um, but that's what they were attacking him on, and his numbers went up, Steve. So, you know, I think if people hold the line and run through the tape, I think we're in a good position. But, you know, New York is a tough state. But, where do, you know, but we've got Connecticut, Steve, and it's a big win. It's a tight margin. We're up by about 1.5 thousand votes. Looks like it's heading to a recount. We've got Lawyers flooding the zone right now in Connecticut for George Logan. I, I, I want to talk about Logan. I want to talk about Connecticut, and I want to go back to Brandon Williams. because, And this is, ladies and gentlemen, you know, hang on, because these we, get, we got political knife fights all over. Give me Connecticut, and then Logan, and then let's go back and talk about Brandon Williams. That's another one that's not on knife's edge. But t tell me about the Connecticut. Yeah, so we're leading. It looks like it's going to go into a recount. Uh, I've got some uh, no, some, I grew up in Connecticut uh, to some extent, and I've got some friends on the Democrat side. They think we've got it in the bag, but it's going to go to a recount. But we're leading, so we're making sure we lock down these ballots, get a handle on it. But that would be a historic win. I mean, we will complete the job at hand, Steve, which was to flip the House in the Northeast alone. A seat in Connecticut, one, four seats in New York, and then one in New Jersey, six offensive flips in Biden heavy territory. Um, so that was huge. I mean, um, going across the country, there's a lot of opportunities, Steve. Um, there really are. Votes are closing fast, Joe Kent, uh, in Texas and elsewhere. So 
people just need to hang tight. Uh, if you want to volunteer and be a, an observer, hit us at team at eliseforcongress.com. That's team at eliseforcongress. If you're a lawyer, let us know. We're flying people around yeah. the country. They're getting out. We're looking at this stuff. You know, Arizona, there's still some seats in yeah. play. Uh, when you look no, no, at here's the thing. New York, I Texas to Arizona, Texas to Arizona, Nevada, up in uh, Washington, there's seats in play right now. And so that's why I want to make sure that everybody has the opportunity to volunteer, right, can, can get on top of this. How many, as you see it right now, I think that the count, if you had to do it right now, is, is, is what, 220 to 215? Would that be too, uh, too conservative? I think that's, that's, that's a conservative. Counters. It's a conservative take. I think we'll be a little above that, Steve, uh, by a few. I mean, the media is not giving us a fair shake. But I do want to say one thing, Steve, because you and I, this is really when we started kind of working together. It really looked down, came down to redistricting, Steve, in New York. I want to give a shout out to former Chairman Ed Cox, former Congressman John Faso. They directly led the lawsuit alongside Congresswoman Elise Stefanik, and no one thought we can win. And that's really what saved us across the country here today, Steve. That we were able to get competitive seats across the board in New York. And remember, they said, "No, we can't play Smash Mouth. No, we can't take it all. We'll never win." You know, through what we call the Cuomo courts, and we won it all, Steve. And we played hard and. That's what's gotten us to where we are today here in New York. So when you look at New York, I think that's the really, you know, unspoken thing is the redistricting situation. Let me ask you, if 212 was the base we started off of, correct? What, what is your total, what, as you yeah. see it right now, with all these very close from the Joe Kent's, uh, you know, all the way up to Alaska and other places, where do you see this? Are you a net 10, net 12, net 15? Where are you right between, now? I think it's between 10 to 15, maybe slightly more. Uh, as you know, if we can hold some of these defense, it's really, you know, you've got a couple tight offensive seats. You've got a couple tight defensive seats. If they both go our way, I think we'll be around over 15. If we lose one or two, um, you know, we'll get a little bit tighter, of course, but you know, we feel, you know, we, we did the job at hand, Steve. We are going to put a check on Joe Biden in the house. It will stop here, Steve. It will stop here. And people need to know that this is a victory. I mean, we are coming off a 15 seat, flip last cycle when no one thought was possible. And so we have finished the job and sure. Right. I think there's a lot of races that we came up short, Stephen, and uh, we've got to do better. We're going to audit everything, look at the polling, you know, look, do a big autopsy and figure it out. But yep. we won, Steve, we won the house. And no, no, no. And Biden people, you done. can tell yeah. and people behind the scenes, people, you should know we're talking, people are talking offense. The, this is a house win. Nancy Pelosi, this is punch bowl. They're the most dialed in guys up there. Punchbowl's reporting she's on a plane going to the COP27, the, the climate change deal. She's heading to Egypt right now. The reason she's heading to Egypt, she wants to be part of that reparations package that they're trying to work out. Uh, no, they, they, they've been shattered, particularly their senior leadership, right? And Maloney is a big part of that. Um, yeah. Where do people go right now? Want people get maximum information. That's what today is, maximum information, sharing information. Where do they go? I think you want to look at the NRCC's uh, social media feeds. We're giving updates on the various races. The Congressional Leadership Fund is putting out, you know, different – they're calling races. They're providing projections. They're giving updates on some of the legal situation. Uh, you know, we're still kind of regrouping, Steve, and making sure – right now we're in the short-term focus on the legal situation, making sure we yeah. can secure the elections. But there'll be further updates. I think you can hit up my social media. We'll be giving updates, um, you know, at DeGrass, um, you know, at Alex DeGrass, also on Truth and Getter. Uh, but no, I mean, Steve, this was a win, and I think people need to understand that. At, no. I think, we we, I we have to secure. When you audience. say secured, we're, people are lawyered up. Lawyers have been deployed. It's not like 2020. These people are on it. 
it's secure these victories because a lot of these are going to come down. You're going to have recounts. You're going to have people arguing about ballots, all of it. Real quickly, a uh, Bobert in 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 Colorado. How tight is that going to get? I think it's really tight, but I think she's been inching forward. See if it's not called yet. So we're uh, very optimistic. Um, but you know, one of the big things holding us back was you know there were a couple of seats that you know on the defensive side that a um, little bit set us back on the overall count, Steve. That I yeah. think wish we would have maybe you know we were going real no. deep. So there'll be a lot looking back on what we could do better next time. Big time. Okay, well, let's close this. Let's close as many as possible. I'm a little higher than you. I still think we can get to a plus 20, but we got to close. Oh, I said, we gotta yeah. Bobit's part of that. I know you're 15 to, 15 to 18. Okay. 20, yeah. Alex, uh, Alex, one more time. Your, your, your social media, the easiest way to track you on social media. I'm at Alex DeGrasse, at DeGrasse on Getter, at Alex DeGrasse on Truth, DeGrasse81 on Twitter. Uh, you know, shoot a note if you're a lawyer, you want to get involved. That's team at elisforcongress.com on email. Thanks, Steve. Thank you very much. Great job. Okay. We're going to go to Arizona next. We're going to go to Nevada. We're going to talk about these school board races, how many victories we got, right? We're going to go, uh, we're trying to get Darren Beatty up. We've got uh, General Flynn. Um, We're all over today. Okay. You're in the fight club. You know, I got a couple of crazy mix, like uh, I got uh, General Flynn. That's always good to have. Ben Burkwam, we're going to go back to Arizona. Ben Burkwam, Carolyn Wren may have a few surprises. Okay, never know. Never know who's going to pop up, who's going to show up. I think Jason Miller's going to try to join us. Short commercial break. We're going to be back in the war room in just a moment. In Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. Sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N all one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com. Offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. 
No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. We are exactly where we want to be in this race. We have a lot of our votes coming in all across the state yet to be tabulated. We are going to win this race. And I want to thank all of you for being here tonight. Thank you for all your support over the last 15 months. Okay, that's Adam Laxalt in another uh, big fight out in Nevada. We're going to get to that. We're going to go back to Bur- Ben Burkwam in uh, in Arizona momentarily. I want to bring in, though, Jason Miller. Um, Jason, give me your uh, assessment of things. I know you run Getter, but you obviously – very close to the president and also you keep your hand on the uh, on the pulse of what's happening politically so and by the way getter's doing such an incredible job brazil uh here with maga it just become a the, the go-to platform so amazing job the audience loves it give us your thoughts Thank you. So, Steve, what we're seeing this morning are basically the same folks who were triggered by President Trump coming down the escalator in 2015, having a complete meltdown and trying to stick the shiv into President Trump after last night. Let's not bury the lead here. Nancy Pelosi is done. There is no more Speaker Nancy Pelosi. She's on a flight to Egypt. And you know who's on a flight to Egypt? Nobody who wants to. Nobody wants to go to Egypt right now. She's going to the climate conference at COP27. She knows her political career is done. We won back the House. The MAGA, the War Room Posse, won back the House. Now, when you look at the Senate, Adam Laxall, massive win, Trump-backed candidate. And now we're going to go to, it looks like, a runoff in Georgia with Herschel. Everything is about Herschel now, because if we win with Herschel, we win back the Senate, and then Chuck can join Nancy in the unemployment line. So it's all about the House. It's all about the Senate. Put all of the noise aside. The real message here is we change the direction of Washington. That's all that matters at the moment. And that's what we said today. We don't want any confusion. There's no talk about 2024. That's all conversation that can come later. We, we've got – there's another 10 to 15, 20 House seats on the edge of the knife. Some of these are going to go to recounts. we got to get all of that. you got Kerry Lake and the situation in Arizona we're going to get to in a minute. you got you got uh, Kelly Chewbacca up in uh, in Alaska, right? Of course, you got Joe Kent and all these other great uh, congressional candidates. You got, you've, got the, uh, you've got the governorships. But most uh, – on top of all that, we are 30 days away from having a runoff in the middle of the lame duck that's really going to set the direction for not just the Senate, not just Georgia, not just the Senate, but the overall uh, country. You agree with that, Jason? 100%. In fact, I think the smartest thing that President Trump could do today is literally just start going up with TV ads talking about how Herschel Walker is going to defend the United States. He's going to help get our economy turned around. He's going to put the U.S. back on a track towards success. Everything is about Herschel Walker in Georgia and the Senate. That is the only thing that matters now and for the next four weeks. Jason, I want to pivot, by the way. So I can thousand percent concur with you. And uh, we got to get these house seats closed. We got to get the Kerry Lake situation uh, put to bed. Uh, and then the, the massive focus. Remember, folks, we got Thanksgiving coming up. They're coming back next week for the House or for the Congress. They're going to have leadership votes. Then you're going to have this orgy, which is going to be this lame duck, because Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer are gone, and they're never to return. And their colleagues around them are gone for 10 years. In the middle of that, you're going to have this Herschel Walker race, which is going to be epic. Okay, And look, it's got to be one. Jason, 
what one of the things I want to talk to you about here is the involvement. Getter has been so incredible in Brazil, throughout the world to connect, obviously with Lao Beijing and, and the anti-CCP, but also here in the United States. I mean, quite frankly, the, the Kerry Lake, none of this stuff would have come together if it was not for Getter. Walk us through anything else people should know or do, particularly the live streaming is incredible. I mean, we got Grace Chong, um, Mo, Jane Zirkel all, coming up all the time. I'm on these live streams. So take a couple of minutes and talk to us about how Getter can be used as a platform, particularly in the next four weeks, which is going to be the direction of the country. Well, you're exactly right. What we saw last night on Getter were these 15 or 20 different live streams from all around the country where people were chiming in with election details. We had on-the-spot live streaming with the disaster in Maricopa County. Getter is the future. Getter is the place where you can have real community-based news, real news, not the fake news like you see with CNN or the failing New York Times, but real news from on the ground. All the winning candidates, the candidates who do, who did well, really embraced Getter and were active with it. And Steve, what you and what the War Room community have done, what our partners at Rural America's Voice, who, by the way, have done a fantastic job of using this tool. But the fact that we're able to bring people together like this, I'll tell you something, Steve, since we launched live streaming last October, October 2021, we've now had 280 million live stream views on the platform. We only, wow. we've had a hundred million posts on the platform, but 280 million live stream views because of folks tuning in for, again, War Room, Real America's Voice. This is the future of the community engagement. This is how we built the community, which is going to make a huge difference for Herschel. And it's going to become everything as we go into 2024. Okay. How do people get you? Because I know you're down in Mar-a-Lago now and uh, your advice is being sought. Look, I, I, I know that there's supposed to be something next week. You got, listen, they're coming back and talking about the investigations because we do control the House. They're coming back and having these leadership fights, which are monumental, both the House and the Senate. And we got, and Herschel will then be three weeks away from that with Thanksgiving in between. We've got to, you know, the Herschel Walker thing is going to be everything. Uh, so how do people follow you? Because I know now 24-7, you got to be on Jason Miller. At Jason Miller in D.C. is my handle on Getter. I'm on there pretty prolifically. Not not quite as much as you, Steve, but I do my best to try to keep up. Uh, and but at Jason Miller in D.C., great community. Uh, people are on there. If you want to get breaking news, if you want to connect with people, not just in your area, but around the country and around the world. Boy, I tell you what we've done in Brazil. Steve, here's the untold story because we're in the election night. We've had 250,000 people joined Getter from Brazil in the last 10 days. 250,000 people. A single live stream last Friday had 600,000 Brazilians on a live stream yeah. at one point talking about what happened to President Bolsonaro in that race. Getter is it for the U.S., Brazil, and around the world. Be tuned in. Jason Miller, thank you very much for taking time away to join us. Very, A lot of wisdom there. Okay. Ben Burkwam in Arizona, Carolyn Wren in Arizona, General Mike Flynn is going to join us, Darren Beatty, Tiffany Justice. We're packed, maybe even a couple of surprises. Hunker down. You're in the fight club today, in the war room, back after a 90-second break. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data 
while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplug Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out. 